0: Welcome to Kuhau Podcast. We thank you for tuning in. If this is your first time listening in with us, we want you to know that you are a part of a new loving family. Wherever you're joining us from, we hope that this message encourages you and transforms your life. Now stay tuned for today's message. But they were able to take that
1: for a second and for a moment so that someone could have a life transformed for an eternity. And this, and, and, and this is what I think about when I think about these men because I think about this, this, this man like, like, kind of like my mom because my mom is like, you know, you know someone like this, and if you don't know someone like this, you're that person. <laughs> and uh, it's the person that I don't need. No, tss, tss, I, got, I don't give any credit to this man. Can you imagine this man? He's on the floor. Get, get off of me. no, no, get off, like, I'm good, I'm good, no, no, let me help you, let me help you, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good, good. let go, I don't like to be picked up, I hear my mom's voice, no, 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 Rolando, okay, that's that's enough hug, that's enough hug, that's enough hug, right, there's some people in church like that, come on, that's enough, all right, 30 seconds is okay, and I can imagine this man, like, not needing any help, he got so used to living in the cyclical pattern, No, no, I'm good. Like, can't you see, like, it's packed. I'm not, look, 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 listen, man, I could be making money right now just begging for money. I could be asking people for money, and I could be making money. You're trying to get me through a thousand people in a house. Like, I don't need your help. And I think that our greatest battles are not the enemy that we're facing, but it's stopping the friends that are trying to help us. See, sometimes your greatest battle in life is not the enemy that you're trying to conquer. It's not the freedom that you're trying to find. It's you fighting off the friends that are trying to help you. See, because accountability shows up through assertive love. I said accountability (laughs) shows up in assertive love. And, like, like, like I, I don't know about you, but there, there are some times in our life that we need people to show some assertive love to us. And, and they're like, nah, bro. Like, let me go. N- no, bro, you need help. And I'm here to help you. And many times we call judgment what God has provided to you as accountability. Nah, bro, you're judging me. No, nah, man, I'm just trying to help you. Because I know what it feels like to be in a cyclical pattern. I know what it means like to be stuck. I know what it means like to feel like I'm fighting something alone. And I refuse to let you fight it alone. So I'm gonna come alongside you with my band of brothers and I'm gonna pick you up. See, sometimes we need to learn how to be carried before we learn how to walk. Let me let me walk on my own. Like you have it? How many kids? 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 Right? Like, trying to walk on their own right and sometimes you need to learn how to be carried before you walk on your own and destroy your own life so the second thing is accountability and and jesus the bible says he saw their faith not his faith and sometimes we need a little bit of their faith in our life when our faith is weak See, there's going to be times in our lives, let's be honest, there's going to be times in our lives. I I, I wish I could say that at 100% of the time, every single day of my life, I'm always going to be full of faith. Wouldn't you love that? You wake up on a Monday morning right before the work. Full of faith. I'm ready to walk on water today. How many know you feel at a thousand when you come out of Sunday service and Monday morning you wake up like this? Like, I need faith, and there are going to be times in our lives where where we don't have the faith and we don't possess the faith that we need to receive our breakthrough. But when we are in a relationship and when we are in community and where two or three are gathered and where you are living a life that is accountable to other people, sometimes we never experience the freedom that God wants for us because we refuse to live our lives under accountability. But when you begin to do that, you begin to experience, you know why? Because you need some people in your life that are able to call you out on your blind spots. Man, that was so good. I'm going to clap by myself.
2: can't tell you how many
1: times, man, I've needed people to... To get up in my face. You need to be able to have someone that can look you in the face and be like, nah, bro, that's that's not, no, 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 bro. Like, you can't keep talking to your wife like that. It's okay. I'm not here to judge you, but I'm here to love you. And this is what we call assertive love. And assertive love will look you in the face and say, I love you with all my heart, but I can't continue to see you treat your wife that way. I love you with all my heart, but I can't keep seeing you talk behind, talk behind your husband's back that way. I, I, I love you with all my heart, but I can't keep seeing you getting drunk every Every single Friday night. I love you with all my heart, but I can't keep seeing you going back to that addiction every single day. I, I need to call you out on your blind spots, and I got to know that I can't see every single area in my life, so I need a Reuben. I need a diron I need a Pastor Russ. I need people that can look into my life and say, you know what, Rolando, you're not as good looking as you think you are. That's a lie, baby, right? That's not true. I know. I thought so too, but I'm under accountability. <laughs> I need, I need to be able to. I need to be able to have people in our lives. Listen, if you don't have anybody in your life, I'm not saying it could be anybody. I'm just saying it needs to be somebody that can call you out on your stuff. Someone that can call you out on your blind spot. Someone that can lovingly tell you something. And no matter how stern it is. You can bow your head and say, I'm going to receive that because they are seeing something that I cannot see in my life yet. And so I'd rather not get into a car accident and trust that person's word so that I can find the freedom that I so desperately desire. Someone shout assertive love. See, and we can stand in the gap for so many people because here's what the enemy wants. He wants us to, to live alone. The first thing that God said was not good was for man, for humanity, to not be alone. He looked at the the trees and the plants of the world, and he said, that was good. He said, I created it. That was good. Then he created humanity. He says, that was very good. And at a later time, he looks at humanity and he says, oh, this is the first thing that God ever says it's not good. The first time that God ever spoke that something was not good, it was for man to be alone. And that's why sometimes the best thing to be is, be, is to be within community and be, and be within an accountable relationship. I remember I got a phone call from this one man one time that his, the stepfather of his children was hitting his daughter. And he said, I'm about to go over there with my gun and take care of this man. And he called me, he said, I I am about to go there now. And I said to him so lovingly, I said, do not do it. And I pray, why? Because you're weak right now and I'm full of faith and I can speak faith into your life. But there will be a day, God forbid, That I need you to speak faith back into my life. Because if I was in your shoes right now, I'd want to be able to do the same thing. And I would hope to God that there would be somebody in my life that would tell me, Ro, don't do it. Come on, give God a shout of praise in this room. And so we're all created to be. In community, to be in an accountable relationship, to be in a relationship that, that is life-giving, to be in a relationship, not not, not, not not to be alone, not to be victims of our own devices. Like, God created us to be in community, and that is why he said it is not good for man to be alone. Like, like, like I, I told my wife one time, my wife, I don't know, I might be a little biased, but my wife makes the best arroz con andules that I've ever tasted in my whole life. She just does. She does. She, she just, I'm just saying. And, 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 like, I've gone to other stores, like like authentic Spanish restaurants, that, and I just eat it, and I'm just like, it's okay. I got the best stuff at home. Come on, somebody. So when you got the best stuff at home, you know you ain't got to go nowhere else. You know what I'm saying? But I remember one time I was like, baby, 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 I'm in the mood for your arroz con gandules. And she said, baby, I can't make it. I said, what you mean you can't make it? We got rice and we got gandules. And she goes, no, 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 no. I don't have adobo and I don't have sofrito. And I said, so what? Just make the arroz con gandules. She goes, no, no, no. I can make you rice and peas, but I can't make you arroz con gandules. Why? Because there's a main ingredient when it comes to having a successful arroz con gandules plate. And that's called sofrito con ricadito y adobo. Somebody got to praise God right there. We got some adobo in our church. See, realize, like, listen, I could serve you something else, but it is not what you're asking for. And here's the thing. We're asking for freedom from God, but God serves it in the plate of community. He's saying, listen, the secret to rest to this recipe is found in the context of community. And as long as you keep trying to do it by yourself, you're not going to have the authentic part of life. You're not going to have the freedom that you want. You're not going to be able to live life at the abundant level that I've called you to live. Why? Because you refuse to be in community. You refuse to be in accountability. And so we keep in our cyclical patterns and so so in our church one of the main ways we help people find freedom is through what we call community groups this was a good time for the community groups to give a shout I'm just trying to help you out and so we have uh, what we call our community groups and I want to I want to thank God because this year alone we had about 11 different kinds of community groups, groups, through, not grapes, community groups throughout the entire year. Can we praise God for that? And so um, today we have a training that we're going to have and this is do we have the flyer for, for our training, community group training? Um, and it's today at 1:30. And what we're going to teach you is to learn, not that flyer, the, the, fl- the flyer on the screen. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to teach on how to host and lead a community group. And so here's what we're asking our church in 2020. We're going to be launching about 15 to 20 community groups. And I want to encourage you because how many of you guys know that it's not easy. Sometimes you walk in a crowd. And so when if this man would have gone and been dropped off, if he would have been dropped off at the front step of this door, he would have got lost in a crowd. And so so many times we come in on a Sunday, and what happens? On a Sunday, we get lost in a crowd. But we'll never be, and so sometimes we go, we're not in accountability. You know why? Because we're in a crowd. But God didn't call us to be in a crowd. He called us to attract the crowd, but ultimately get everybody in community. And as long as we're in community, we'll be able to find freedom. This is the number one way you can find freedom here at Christ Uncensored is through community groups. And so today at 1.30, we're going to have what we call our community group training. And I want to encourage any, every single one of you that if you're interested in really finding freedom and being able to be transparent, man, we want you to get plugged into a community group. And we can't house the amount of community groups we have. Currently, we have about four or five that are active at the moment, and we just closed our community group season. But how many believe that we can start about another 10 community groups by January of 2020? And, and here's the truth. Like, so, so our goal is for 2019... 10 community groups with 6 to 10 people. That's 60 to 100 members that are growing. You know why? Because they're finding freedom. In 2020, that that was this year and we were able to accomplish it. In 2020, we want to launch about another 5 to another 10. So that's about 20 community groups. That means there's going to be about 200 people that are finding freedom. In 2021, we want about 30 community groups so that 180 people to 300 members could be finding freedom and growing. And ultimately, by the end of 2023, we can have 50 community groups all around Staten Island, all throughout Brooklyn, even in the parts of New Jersey, and help people find freedom. Over 500 people that are not getting lost in a crowd but are finding freedom and they're not fighting their battles by themselves, why? Because they are surrounded by a community group of people. So I want to encourage you. Like, what Pastor O, like I don't, even, I don't even know how to do a community group. Well, that's why I want to encourage you to go to our class today at 1.30. There's no full commitment there. All you're doing is attending the training. And uh, as you attend that training, you will learn what it takes to be part of a community group or to start your own one. Now, now we have different kind of community groups. Here are the community groups we have. We have uh, what we call our study groups. And in our study groups, what we, what we do is we get together for 90 minutes. Now, it's only about 6 to 10 people. So if you got to, if you got, the Bible says, two or more are gathered, there he is. So all it takes is about three of y'all to come together for about an hour a week. And God will show up. And you'll be able to, because the Bible says that where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. See, and so if, if two or more are gathered in my name, there I will be. Then where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so we just want to create these pods of freedom all around Staten Island, because in a Sunday service we can get caught up in the crowd. And so what it would what would it look like? Let me tell you. This past December, uh, this past November, we did something called e-groups. And what that is is that people come together on a Bible plan every single day. And we had over 45 people in a Bible plan reading the Bible every single day. (laughs) Can we praise God for that? Come on. So as the worship team comes up, i want to share this last thing with you. The last point I want to share is that they said to this man, they said to this man, we're going to bring you over here. And as you... As they presented him to Jesus, here's what the Bible says. The Bible says they lowered him down. And when they lowered him down, look what happened. Watch this. Look at me. When they lowered him down, Jesus says he saw their faith but spoke to his problem. He saw their faith but spoke to his problem. And so many times we have adopted this passive friendship, this passive style of friendship. Like, I want to be the kind of friend that brings you to Jesus every single time. But look what Jesus says to this man. He came for healing, but Jesus did not deliver upon him healing first. Why? Because Jesus was able to look deeper. (laughs) See, he came to fix what was on the outside. Look, look what's happening. My situation's in shambles. My job is, look what, look at everything. My, my wife, my husband, my kids, look. And God says, ah, there's something deeper. No, 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 no. I came here because I'm paraplegic. I came here because I can't walk. I came here because I'm stuck. I came here because I'm sitting down in the same place, doing the same thing, trying to accomplish the same goals. And I feel like I'm not moving forward. See, but Jesus was able to see through the facade, through what was surfacing and able to go much deeper. And this is what community group provides. It provides a place to be transparent. It uh, it provides a place for God to see beyond the surface into the depths of your heart. And he sees into the depths of this man's heart. And he says, greater than your need to walk and move forward is your need to understand that you are already forgiven for every sin you've committed. Y'all don't, y'all don't get that because we, we, we're under the dispensation of grace and we understand grace and so we value that. And, but we don't, we don't understand that when there was a man that couldn't walk, culturally they would see him as an outcast. In other words, they would see him as deserving of his ailment because he had sinned. And so they would say to the man, oh, you deserve what you got because God is punishing you for your sins. But he says be, he says in a crowdhouse. can you imagine thousands of people looking at an outcast who was put on the fringes of society who was not even able to make it to the temple who could not even provide for himself who who was seen like they were you deserve what you got it's like when i tell people i fell as i tell them i, I got a dislocated shoulder and they're like oh until i tell them it's because i got on a skateboard and then they're like oh no you deserve that bro you deserve that right and so like we feel bad for this man because he couldn't walk but society didn't they looked at him and they're like nah you deserve that and jesus says "Whoo, your sins are forgiven my son and you need to know that you need to know that there is something deeper and you're and you're trying to you're trying to move forward you want God to fix the thing I need God to fix my addiction I need God to fix my problem and God is saying no you first need to understand there's something deeper and it's that you don't know my love you don't know that you are forgiven because if you knew if you knew how much I loved you you wouldn't be running to that addiction much I loved you you would not be acting that way you would not be thinking that way if you knew If you knew how much I love you 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 would know that, that, that forgiveness is easy to release to someone else because how much I love you so in a community you're able to just allow God to go much deeper why? because in a community you're able to talk about these things And you're able to say, I got an issue, man. Well, let God deal with it. And God's going to deal with your unbelief. God's going to deal with your resentment. God's going to deal with your addiction. God's going to deal with your problem. God's going to deal with your unforgiveness. God's going to deal. But it's all going to be as a result of you experiencing God's love. I remember there, there, was, there was four people that I wouldn't forgive. And I remember the Holy Spirit told me, Rolando, any area of unforgiveness that you have in your heart is absent of my love, is vacant of my love. You have not allowed my love to penetrate that place. So you have not been able to forgive your father. You have not been able to forgive so-and-so. I'm not going to name everybody. Mind your business. <laughs> I got my own community group to be transparent with. (laughs) How many know that this thing is real? How many know this is real? I'm gonna ask, as we close, please, I want you to go, I want you to fill out the form that's in front of you. We're gonna close in a second. But I want you to fill out the form in front of you. And you're gonna hand it in at the end of the service. We're gonna have our ushers come to the front. And I just want you to check the box. Just check the box. Do you want to be part of a community group? Do you want to lead one? Do you want to host one? Maybe you're like, hey, pastor, I'll open up my home to have it. I'll open it up. But I can't teach it. Then we'll have someone come and teach it. But we just want people to come together and do life with each other. Okay? So at 1.30, we're going to have that training. And you can go to cgtraining.kuha.com or community.kuha.com. Last verse says this. Verse 11 through 12 says so Jesus said to the paralyzed man I tell you stand up take your mat and go home. Stand up, take your mat and go home. Wait, what? Stand Are you crazy? Haven't stand up. I don't even know how to do that. Stand up pick up your mat. No, I'm used to my mat picking me up. See, the thing is that, see, many times I would have just left the mat there. I don't need the mat. But Jesus says, no, no, take your mat because that mat is your testimony. Because because people are used to you laying on the mat. They're used to the, the mat carrying you. They're used to you being dominated. But now you're not dominated by the thing. Now you got the thing under your arm. Now it no longer has control over you. Now you got control over it. That anger doesn't got control over you. You got control over it. And so I want to share with you. I'm going to ask Joe Barnes to come up here. Let's give it up for Joe Barnes as he shares. a Come on. And I'm going to ask Dyron to come up here. And can you provide me a mic? And we're going to sing in a second, but I, wanna, I, want, I want you to catch this. Lewis, if you can grab this. God's about to break out in this place, Woof. There are people like you and me that have had problems, that have had addictions, and we look at each other on a Sunday, regular day basis, on a weekly basis, and we don't know what each of us are going through. How sad would it be that someone gets to the end of their journey and we're like, you were going through that, and you never, I, I didn't even know. And so, Joe, can you share your, your story?
2: Yeah. This first time I'm sharing it in public, um, I was raised in church, grew up in different churches, actually leader in one church here in Staten Island, and for years, I was addicted to uh, internet, um, you know, sexual internet with women, and also struggled with the pornography. As a leader, wow. a lot of people didn't know, but it killed me on the inside, and then uh, I hid it well. Not a lot of people knew, not even the church, not even my family, not even my work, but it came out one day, It got exposed, and then the church I was attending couldn't help me. My, family, my wife couldn't help me. The only one, the only pastor in this island, Pastor Rolando. <sighs> all the pastors in this island, only one. For years, carrying this, couldn't deal with it. I had it for years. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it on my own. Coming to well was the starting point of my journey of healing. Completing growth track, going to Matrix. Then going to the Matrix retreat. I almost didn't go. A brother in the church encouraged me. My wife encouraged me to go. So, I okay, I'll go. I didn't have the money, but I just got, I went. When I got to the retreat, the atmosphere was so heavy, so so powerful. That night, Friday night, I gave everything to God. I said, "It's no more, it's not mine, it's yours. And when I actually fell out, and the Holy Spirit was speaking to me, I, I went up to Pastor Rowan and said, I'm so sorry for all, all, all the heck I put him through, all the stuff, the mess. The next day, we had preaching sessions through the whole day. The last session, the pastor said, write down all your issues, all your struggles. Put it on a piece of paper. And then we took that. And we walked up a path up to the top of a mountain. And there was bonfires, four of them shaped like a cross. And I, I ended up going to the, to the left of a bonfire. And I was standing there before the fire. And I was declaring before God, I am not going Down the same way I came up. I'm not. I said, I'm not. When I put that letter in the fire, a flame rose up about five feet. I went, whoa. That
1: was a lot of stuff you wrote on that paper.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And the peace of God came all over me. I encountered God that night. The only way I can describe it is like, My old blood was taken out and new blood was put in, like a spiritual transfusion. The only way I can describe it. I stand here before you, totally delivered. Come on, totally healed. No desire whatsoever of pornography, internet, no private chats, nothing. For three months. Tomorrow would be three months. Come on, can we praise
1: God? Praise God. And I mean, I want to interview Joe one day. and We're going to sit in this pulpit and we're just going to talk about his story because there's so much more to his story. I mean, at one point he almost lost his marriage. He almost lost his family because he was fighting this battle alone but the moment he submitted himself to a community, the moment he began to be accountable, the moment that he began to be transparent, God allowed him to experience freedom. Can we give God some praise for that in this room? Dyron, how did God set you free?
0: It's crazy, cause when you, <laughs> when you had asked me to, to get up here and share what one of the things, cause God has set me free from quite a few things. Amen. But from, from one of the things, it's interesting how important community is. Because had I known that Joe was struggling with the same thing that I've been struggling with or had been struggling with since I was a young kid, we could have been there for each other. God could have used you to heal me, and the same vice versa but it takes that transparency it takes that so for me it was realizing that I can't I can't walk for, I can't I can't move forward I can't grow I can't I can't be the leader I want to be I can't be the, the rapper I want to be I can't be the person the the father I want to be the 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 man of Christ that I'm called to be with, holding on to this and it took me speaking to you <laughs> It took me speaking to, to Ruben and to Zabby. I honestly, I honestly, I don't know where I would be if it wasn't for you three. I, because God has used the relationship I have with you three to elevate me, to heal me, to grow me. I don't... The, I just, I'm, I'm going to be real transparent. This last week, I actually started therapy for the first time in probably like three or four years. Um, and because it, it's time, like you need people in your life, like you said, to be like, hey, you know, that's not where you should be walking. You know what I mean? Let's walk this way. But my first session, all we talked about was you three. And in that session, she showed me in, in Titus how biblical that is that the men of the congregation are supposed to grab onto other men and the women of the congregation are supposed to grab onto other women and y'all are supposed to help each other out. We are supposed to do this as a community. Like you said, we're not supposed to fight these battles alone and I needed you guys. And because of you guys using you guys, I'm free of my addiction from porn. Can we praise God in this place? We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Our mission here at Christ Uncensored House of Worship is to love God, love people, and love life. Kuhau is a place where our story is still being written. Together, we can do more than we can ever do alone. If this message has encouraged you and you wish to partner with us in taking this message all across the world, go to kuhau.com give or follow us on any social media platform. Thank you in advance for your support and generosity. Come and begin a whole new journey with us.